going good. Fuck the stream, dude, but let's go. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found faster than light spaceship of the future. By direction of the President of the United States, stay in your home. Is it human or inhuman? Earthly or unearthly? Born in that swirling inferno of radioactive dust, there is no word to describe them. We may be witnesses to a biblical prophecy come true. Why is it that we usually ignore the fourth dimension? Is this the human race of the future? Hello everybody, what's poppin', what's going on? Another episode of Aliens on the Border. We are doing episode 104, four, right? Four. Did I put four? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, four. four. 104 with the boy. <laughs> Franny Finnellin for Roger, what's up, bro? What's happening? I was going to do a whole thing like, I am not your host, Roger Ramirez, but you, you stole that from me. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's Franny again. How's it going? I'm sorry, who are you? Uh, You're not. I'm not Roger Ramirez. Not, right? I am Francisco Are you sure? Flores. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think. Francisco Flores, Franny. Franny. The comedy sauce. The comedy sausage. <laughs> there you guys have it. And uh, he's filling in for Roger today with us. We got the boy, LaRaw. What's going on? How you doing, man? Good to be here. AKA Raw the boy. AKA Raw the boy. That's your Instagram handle, right? Yeah, I mean, because I... I I'm like I put out my my rap stuff as Lay Rob, but when I do produce, they I'm always credited as Rod the Boy. So okay, like, okay. So you uh, you okay. rap and produce? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I make a good chunk of the, the stuff that I make. More That's recently than ever, though, I I picked it up kind of late. But yeah, rap, try to sing, produce, you know, do all that stuff. Do the whole fucking thing. Yeah, total package, to, bro. To. The total motherfucking package. <laughs> Hell yeah, you out here. Now, uh, there was a little bit of shit talking <laughs> initially <laughs> on the messages. I mean, I don't know if you were trying to talk shit or not, but uh, I read that <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of the night, like, what the fuck? Why are you coming at me like this, bro? But, uh, uh, and I quote, it was like, that was some boring shit. You should have me on. I'm going to be the best guest ever. You've ever had me on like that. So you got to live up to the hype now, my boy. You can't just <laughs> drop heat like that and expect to walk on like it's out Gucci. Yo, he was so stoked yeah. to get here that he only put on half a sweater. Though. Right. He, he didn't have like, enough time to finish putting on the whole here. thing. I got to get here. spitting some motherfucking <laughs> truth real quick. Yeah, yeah. no, it, and it was funny, actually. I read, I read that in the middle of the night. Uh, with my boys, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. And, like, I was like, he's probably not trying to be aggressive, but it's coming off that way. But anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, um, <laughs> I had shit, man. I, I have a, a tendency to. Just go I, off. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm like a, I'm a real crazy person. Like, right, right, right. Night, so, like, shit would just kind of hit me. Like, even, like, I don't realize that, like. Most people was asleep at that time. They not really up like being crazy. Like I happened to be up, so it was all good with that. You know, I was just chilling out, having a nice cold one. Yeah, no. But, so. uh, I figured I was like, man, this sounds like one of those late night messages that you just kind of like. No, like that's just yo, all, you that's, up? That's that. <laughs> Let's cast real W Y D, dude. That's a uh, what you doing? That, that's like just that's when I'm up. That's when I'm doing. You know, like just my, my yeah. thinking. And can you point the mic up a little bit toward, oh, yeah, more okay. towards you? Okay. You can yeah, you yeah. can adjust the little stand here if you need gotcha. to or whatever. But yeah, nah. Um, I've been told before that I can be a little abrasive. Uh, uh, nah, it's all good, man. I, I appreciate the enthusiasm, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it's more than anything. It sounded to me like you're a fan of the show, oh, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I like the fact that someone Laredo was like actually doing it. I heard of like a few other podcasts, but like the one that uh, was always kind of popped on people talking about people doing it from Laredo was this one. 
And then when I started checking in, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, these guys, like, you know, they, they actually can talk. You know? <laughs> it's interesting. It's like, it's not just like, it's not just interesting because, like, you're from the city. It's interesting because it's just, like, different. Cool, man. Thanks, bro. I fuck with that. You know, I appreciate that. Uh, but anyways, dude, like, uh, as, I'm, as I'm sure you know, you've seen, like, a lot of the different things. But I kind of wanted to just start by talking about your music and, like, what... How, how did you even get into music in the first place, man? That's the, where I want to start. Shit, man. Like, I was kind of, like, born into that shit. Like, my brother was a musician. Oh, um, Yeah, my brother. He's a drummer. Um, I had two older brothers, and they were just so deep in the music. So, like, literally when I was born, like, it was just naturally there. Like, you know, my earliest memories is, like, my brother, like, just being on the drum set and, like, trying to learn it. And then, I don't know, all of a sudden... um real young i started making music i started recording stuff and you know rapping and trying to produce like around like 13 it was like the first time i actually tried to do it and um it was just something like just literally just naturally happened like it was like <laughs> growing up i had like no other thought to do anything else other than just doing music at first you know at first, I, I didn't necessarily think i'd end up as like a rapper but this shit just kind of happened that yeah, way. yeah 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 so like uh, you said, your brother was like a drummer. Was he like in a punk band or like some yeah, like, like hard rock shit? Yeah, that's like what you started with. It was like death metal type shit. Oh, they was both, yeah, yeah, they were both metalheads. Like that's what's up. up. Yeah, they was both metalheads. So um, that's the type of music I grew up on. And then um, are you still into that a little bit? You still nah, not at nah, all. Honestly, <laughs> guy, I don't listen to anything other than like rap. I don't um reggaeton and like dancehall. Like those are like the three. Like I still dive into the rock shit. Like I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. Uh, I'm a big well that's not rock but like you know I'm a big, <laughs> two random bands that I really do fuck with and this is super random but uh, Coheed and Cambria and the Mars Volta those are two dude bands. that's what's up <laughs> there, are some, there are some good bands to those, yeah, you're only gonna, gonna listen to two bands yeah, yeah. exactly that's it yeah. like if you're gonna fuck with anything fuck with that yeah dude. no the yeah. Mars Volta dope. them dudes is geniuses man Real for real, there's some of the, some of the uh, biggest influences I had for sure just being super stoned as fuck back yeah. in high school like Tripping the fuck out to the Mars Volta, yeah, man. But see, I was a little kid when I was into this shit. It was just trippy as fuck to me to see these dudes doing this shit. The music, I mean, it still lives up to this day. For real, dude. Honestly, dude, controversial opinion. I don't have the fucking attention span to listen to a full Mars Volta song. That's just it, man. You gotta... You like, know. I fuck with it. It's, it sounds dope, but halfway through, I'm fucking lost. Like, I, I prefer their older band at the drive-in. Oh, yeah. The drive-in is good. As that was my too. shit. When I try to listen to the Mars Volta, I need a map. Yeah, like that's w- true. where are we right now? Is this the bridge? Is this the chorus? Is this bridge two A? I don't even know. Oh, it's another song already. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were listening to the same. Yeah, thing. no, it's exhausting. Him when it, it is. It, but, it um, fucking is, dude. It was my favorite thing to do. Like back when I was I was heavy with the smoke, like we would, uh, you know, smoke out new people every now and then. Right. <laughs> One of the things that I would do to fuck with them is like we'd be driving around in the car, and all of a sudden I would just throw something on like from the Mars Volta and like without telling anyone. <laughs> and uh, they were just being the back. Yeah, they were just like, what, that's like, that's like spiking someone's drink. Or yeah, something. man, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's insane. Dude. It's the same effect. Yeah. It really is. And I tried to listen to them once, like on a fucking psychedelics. Did not work out, dude. I fucking had to give up on that real quick. I was like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, try being sober and listening to them. Yeah, I I should try that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah, man. Yeah. I do, and I I still fuck with it. You know, like I yeah. I definitely have songs that are like more for like when you're sober that are like easily digestible i guess okay for by them but i'll I still that, yeah. do like deep cuts i'll still go in there with like 
Whatever, man. That's not the fucking point. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, when when did you officially, or not? I guess not officially, but when did you start rapping and taking it like seriously? Or even if it it wasn't rapping that you did first, I know you said you produce as well. So, which one came first for you, man? Well, I originally started just trying. The first thing I used to do is I used to take like songs that I used to like listening to. I would take this. I would write down the lyrics on a piece of paper. And then I would like change one line and I would change one word. And I was doing that when I was like five, it's like six years old. So then up until like, there's actually like a real specific story of when I got into rap. And it was like, I was about eight years old. And um, I remember my mom's picked me up from school and my brother's like car and shit. And I used to always just listen to his CDs. And the one that I would always listen to was like, I think it was like some fucking like Green Day CD or something, like some random shit. Green Day. Yeah. (laughs) And um, the CD didn't work one day. So I remember literally like, um, he had this one rap album. I don't know if y'all was familiar with it. It's uh, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. Fuck Fuck yeah, yeah, man. I fuck with that shit. So when I was eight, I remember putting that shit in. And like there was like this was like because like this was the first time I was listening to hip hop as like it wasn't just like background noise or right just right like you were the, actually fucking paying attention I was paying to attention it. and like it, dude if there's a fucking album to pay attention to it's like that one so when I heard that shit like literally I remember hearing Kick Push and I was like yo like this is the best music I've ever heard that in my life the, dude that was for real like that was my shit for yeah, the longest fucking so, time. <laughs> yeah uh, and Kick Push was actually like the song that got me into rap for the longest time I was a little punk rock kid and I was like yes, yeah man this. rap is crap bro I can't hear that <laughs> shit he was then a I skater heard, boy or what? then I heard Kick Push now it's a skater boy you know I was like yo See, I can relate I always, to this I always bro. wanted to be a skater boy but I could just never pick it up so I just used to just like wear SB Dunks and shit like that right hell yeah <laughs> I, tried, I tried to as fuck but like I mean I wasn't good at it I, yeah. you know, I, I could I can land a couple of tricks. I might still be able to pop off something if you pass the deck my way, but nothing, nothing too serious like that. That was the, that was definitely like ass. a fad though. Yeah, right? like, definitely for sure. But like, so yeah, when I heard that shit, that shit like just it like just triggered something in me, and I ended up just getting super deep into hip hop. I mean, I went down a fucking almost fifteen year rabbit hole at this point, like of just being super into hip hop, and then. Some just kind of clicked when I was like 12 or 13 when I just fucked around and made a few songs just playing around type shit and just clicked on me like, man, this is like what I want to do. And I'm just taking it as serious as I possibly could since I was like maybe, i say I really started like when I was like 15, but I fucked off for like two years. But I've always been like working with like very like, dope ass people since like I was like 15 and I'm still around those people today which is really really dope like the same people who got me into like first recording and all that stuff like that's still my boy like shout out to G Clef that's my my main producer my engineer that's the dude like I would have never been a good or in my opinion a good musician without that dude he, that dude's a, a fucking musical genius like nothing short of it so shout out to G Clef with some of the shit that you had sent us, like on the, on, I forgot if it was either the Instagram page or like on on the Facebook page, I was listening to some of the tracks that were on there, and it's fucking like super clean, man. Like it has yeah. a really crisp sound. The quality of yeah, the quality of the music has always been very very important to me. Definitely, and I, and I realized like when I was young, like I realized real young that it it mattered, and I just made a conscious you know effort to just go out and record with the best person I could find because I had been to like some big studios 
But when I found G Cleft, that was the moment it was like. How'd you link up with that guy? <sighs> shit, man. So there used to be this rapper here from Laredo named Rufy. And at okay. one point in time. Great name. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that shit would fly nowadays, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like he um, he was probably, at one point in time, he was just, everyone knew, he was like, oh, that's the best rapper in the city. And Rufy, even to this day, he's still doing music. Shout out to him. I know me and you don't really fuck with each other right now, but I love you. <laughs> um, it's like Yo, he squashed the beat. <laughs> on the border, dude. Yeah, yeah no, nah, but he's he he was one of the first. He was the dude when I was a teenager and got his album and heard it. I didn't realize that people from Laredo could do this shit, like could actually sound dope because I had been like shown some other shit. And it was just like, man, you know, that's cool. But at a young age, I had a, an eye for what, or an ear for what was good music. So when he came out, I was like, man, this dude's fucking dope. Like, and one of the songs that was on it was with this dude, G. Clef, and I just naturally looked him up. Um, turns out that he was also a producer and an engineer, and he was recording people. And um, I went by this studio. <laughs> it's crazy talking about the Looney Bin. If he, the Looney Bin was a studio back in the day that, like, every rapper Laredo wanted to go record to. Like, it was, like, in the outskirts of San Antonio, and it was uh, G. Clef and this dude... Um, Bobby actually he passed away recently R.P. Bobby right but um that studio like uh, it was like every every rapper in Laredo knew Rufy was recording at this place so they wanted to go check it out and uh ended up just go recording like my first couple songs with Clef and just immediately I saw that the quality was just there and I just like <laughs> it, it, it spanned like a I mean shit me and Clef have been homies for I was 15 I'm 22 now it's like seven years we've been working on music for about seven years together and that doesn't include other people like my homie 48. 48 Laws is a big right, right. Uh, collaborator with me, me and him. Like, you know, we tight as fuck. And, um, yeah, man, if, if, if any success that I have, I owe it to those people, man, because they're just so fucking talented. Like, I literally would not be shit without those people, straight up. Because the quality of my music has always been something that helped me, st like, stand out right. from people in the city. Yeah, I was just I was like blessed enough to just be around this person who was able to like build me up and show me the ropes of this shit. You know what? If I feel like it, I mean, fuck, I'm, I may be wrong because I'm I guess I'm pretty out of touch with like the hip hop scene around here. <laughs> but like, for the quality of your music being as good as it is, I, f I find it interesting that I don't see your name like on a, on a lot of different bills as far as like performances here am i wrong uh, about that no you're right you're 100 right i made a conscious effort just not to perform and really it was, yeah it was just I, I i wasn't into it and it was like i, I feel like i need to go back to the drawing board because i used to perform a lot i performed at like all of the original urban fests like i performed shit okay. i opened up yeah. i got to open up for two chains and dmx i got to open up for like dj Damn, blend and shit like right. i got i performed at the lea like three times like so i used to perform like a motherfucker but like it just got to the point where i was like man i, I wasn't I went into like a dark ass place at one point where I just wasn't making music and I was like trying to figure I was just doing dumb shit and I was just like trying to figure out what the next move was. And um but before that, I mean I was locked down on doing shows all the time. Like I got to perform for some decent crowds, which is like dope as fuck. But yeah, I yeah. mean I what's crazy is that I recently literally just made the switch. Like I'm performing this Saturday at Electric Lounge. There you fucking go. Yeah. Dope. So um I've already real I'm already making the switch to performing a lot more. And I know it's a little early, but my homie uh, Victor Sweet is supposed to have a, a show when he comes back from New York on the 25th. I'm gonna be on that too. So, 
You might catch me on some shit in between. There you go. Right? Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was the right time to ask that question. Yeah. Because I had seen so many flyers from now and then, and like, uh, you know, since we last like went back and forth on messages, I was like, yeah. fuck, I haven't seen your name like on anything. Yeah. Uh, outside of like obviously your music and shit, but like, I was wondering like what the deal was with that. But yeah. I guess another big thing was me living out of town because I was living in Austin and San Antonio for some time. So like, I also wasn't here. And right. I wouldn't be before. Now that I am back here and I've been here for a minute. And I, you know, I saw how many shows were going. Cause before, back in the day, it wasn't like how it is now. No, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, right. nah, like yeah. you couldn't just. There wasn't a show going on every weekend. There was a show going on like once every couple months. Right. And it was you like, have to open up for like some reggaeton action. Yeah, and it was, you were lucky yeah, yeah. if you could even you were, if you got the spot. It was because you just had a good enough reputation in the city. But like now, it's like youngins are just putting like together their own shows. And right. They're just making shit happen every weekend. There's two shows going on in one night, which is like. That in the rap, like, that's unheard of, like, in the city to me, like, having two rap shows at one night, which is some crazy. of the and some fucking like ridiculous lineups, dude. Just yeah, like fucking seven, eight, nine artists on it. Yeah, like, damn. Yeah, and we had that many fucking rappers. Yeah, yeah, no, shout out to um, LTAO. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's a homie, and like, <laughs> even me and him recently squashed some like fake ass beef shit. <laughs> like so we but he the home but like, I always noticed like him and like all the youngins that he was putting on, it was like, man, it was like a lot of talented kids in the hair in the city doing this shit. And it's like it it was just it wasn't like that back in the day. It was Yeah, and uh, like I mean, cause I, I was a little bit closer to the scene back then because my brother was a part of it for a minute until until he switched off to now being like the guitarist for Los Leones. But okay. previously to that, like he would produce and, and make like hip hop, rap music and shit. Yeah. So I, I was around it a lot more. But honestly, like the uh, the level of talent from then till now. I mean, I'm not fucking out here saying that we have like some of the best rap artists in the world, which is there probably is a couple that I can you know can handle balls, their bars like with even some of the highest level rappers now. But previously, I felt like a lot of people that got exposure were just kind of like hot garbage. Mm, yeah. Right? Somewhat. There, there were a few that were kind of... Right? Yeah. Uh, somewhat. I mean, I, I've, it's like... I'm very like... It's hard for me to hate on anyone like too much because like just yeah. the, the idea... Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. it's real hard to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like for anyone to kind of do it I think some people did have some success that wasn't warranted, and like it was just <laughs> some people. And it sucks because That's a lot the of nicest th- way to put it. Yeah, a lot of dope people just had, you know, they weren't gonna looked at, and like you know, you're getting overlooked in a city like this where it's already discouraging to do this shit, and then yeah. no one's even paying attention to you when you try. Like it's, it takes a certain kind of person to do this shit. Like you know, it's, it's yeah, not, it's not a normal way. No, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not, man. And yeah. that's probably one of the biggest obstacles, at least like for hip-hop in general here or rap or whatever you want to call yeah. it right because everyone is so i mean at least like predominantly older generations were just like we don't give a fuck like mm. give me some tejano yeah or book some it's 90s band for yeah. me yeah yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? like, it's, it's still just, the two biggest successful it, 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 a lot uh, of it is just america i mean not america laredo's disconnect from like outside of america where like everything happens. for real like everything so, is late as fuck here yeah very late it's like it's hey, like how we're late on japan shit like it's literally that's how we are with america and it's like culturally that generation just you know that's that was what's running the city the city like became very like stagnant is just, it's like it's like becoming modernized real fast and shit like it's 
It's growing it, a lot. It's, it's growing like, a lot. Yeah, now. and that's such a corny thing to say in Laredo. Like, oh, it's growing, it's growing. But nah, like, it really is growing. They kept it the same for a really long time. And it's like, now it's... Yeah, now there's actually, like, scenes yeah. and shit for stuff. Yeah, Sadly, yeah. I mean, one thing I will criticize is that that shit's only in the north side, which is something I think. I, mean, well, I feel like most of it is downtown. Yeah, no, downtown is popping lately. I don't know, but see, but downtown is like just bars. Like there's, there's more. Nah, there's a lot of a lot of shows going on. Yeah, downtown. Oh, shows. Yeah, a lot of shit the, no, the music on. scene is growing for sure. Or yeah, what yeah. are you referring to? That is mostly in the north side. I'm not sure. Uh, I just feel like I feel like it's very noticeable when you. South Side Laredo versus like when you were North Side. Laredo. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Fuck yeah, you uh, pass like fuck with the. Uh, I say Jackman is when North Side starts past Jackman. Yeah, yeah, and then like you, you just see the huge difference. There's fucking. Yeah. It's like one huge. I think one South side Laredo. obviously yeah. looks like better, nice better to raise a family, and then one side does. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it feels like the city's t- like too small to be having those kind of issues, in my opinion. He's getting nervous because he's from the North Side. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, straight up, dude. Are went, you really? I'm just fucking. I went, uh, <laughs> I, I went, to, I went to United, so it's all good. Hey, yeah. what's up, Southside, bro? What's yeah. up? What's nah, I live, I, dude. You live like it's funny, man. You fucking hit me up, and it's like, oh, this, this it's right around the block. Yeah, seven minutes away. There you go. But yeah, um, 19 minute drive for me, Donnie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. You owe me gas money, bro. <laughs> Shit. I'll give you. Yeah. I'll give you a dollar, bro. Nah, but, uh, but uh, we struggling back, out here. But, but yeah, I mean, back to the whole thing. Like, um, it's just yeah, like the the fact that there's two rap shows going on in one night in the lineup, and you you right though. We Laredo has some like talented motherfuckers, like really talented, and now like everyone has an opportunity to like shine more than ever. Because back then, like, there's like people, there's so many people in Laredo who are recording people. Like yeah, man. Yeah, before yeah. Before it was a bitch to find a studio that was actually like decent. People and were just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself." Yeah, and even then, it was like, now you can find people who are doing it themselves, who are good like at, at a it. high level. Yeah, good yeah. at right. it, you know. And it's like this shit just wasn't available when back because I just remember rapping out. Like I said, I started rapping in here in Laredo, seriously, when I was 15. And like that, seven years ago is like feels two thousand twelve. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long ago, but it was like a whole different world. Like there was no, there was no one doing podcasts. I mean, maybe there was, but there was no one who was consistent with it. Like yeah, there was. uh, I think like J Ram had a podcast at that point, but it was about like wrestling, (laughs) some pussy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, but it feels like it really feels like there's like a little renaissance going on in Laredo. Word, dude. Yeah, definitely. That's the sentiment that's been shared amongst a lot of people. A lot of people spoken to. Which is good. It's, it's fun, man. I mean, honestly, it, it, I've had the most fun here in Laredo than I ever did living here before. You know, just because I feel like there's more shit to do. Right. It. That's that's for sure. I was thinking we're throwing around the idea when I had Lex on. I don't know if you if you know Lex. Heard yeah. Oh, that's the home. I started out with him too. Shout oh out to shit. Lex. Okay. Word. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking some shit, and I was actually super high on that episode, so it was shitty. We have to redo that. Holla at me, Lex. <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking about like starting like a, a cipher and shit because I saw the one that uh the yayo had put out mm. um and then previous to that it was just like the two dope one from fucking like seven like six years ago five years ago yeah. some shit but you know like i want to like have like some sway in the morning like five fingers of death like yeah, some no, type you, of shit you, you know should do I, mean? I think doesn't this something that a lot of people would be excited for for real like, artists, come you know? written with bars and i i'm like gr- on the the type of hip-hop that i grew up in is that i am like really into hip-hop it just it's hard to grab my attention with like you know 
I'm fucking snobby when it comes to my music <laughs> taste, so <laughs> whatever. I'll talk shit. Yeah. Right? But that's cool no. I love the I I hate the fact that people don't debate hip hop anymore. That's such yeah. like a I heard a debate earlier this morning. Um, who do you think is a, a better rap artist right now? Wayne or Pusha T? Uh, oh, Pusha. But I mean, Pusha, no question. Yeah, like Same. right now, right now, I get because Pusha's last album was like a classic for real. Like, Even though yeah. it was just seven tracks. Yeah, yeah but if you go on, if, if you go in the Wayne in his prime versus Pusha in his prime, Wayne is the, one of the greatest. My like, I really do think that Wayne Wayne birthed this whole generation of rappers. Yeah, yeah. I guess I you can could say that. that. Yeah, yeah. Like hundred percent. Everyone's sipping lean now. Everyone got the face tattoos. Everyone's lil. Like that was True not that shit. was, that was Damn, not a trend. About it. Yeah, it that was, was not a trend, trend back then. Wayne was like the. He was the only lil for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was like lil bow wow. He was the only lil. lil. Wayne. He was one lil flip. Lil flip. But see, lil Wayne <laughs> was the one talking about Xanax and yeah, he stayed on. Like yeah, 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 he stayed on. He he, you're right, dude. I hadn't even thought about that shit. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it, Wayne! You got a bunch of people hooked on shit. <laughs> that go. was my first favorite rapper. Wayne was my first Wayne? favorite rapper. Yeah, my first favorite rapper was fucking Nas. Still is. Nas. But yeah, I had I had. Uh, I okay, we get it. You fucking snob. <laughs> exactly. See <laughs> what I'm saying? This is crazy. Like so. Like now, I make I make. Your typical like I uh, people would call it commercial, but I mean I just make R and B and I make like you know he- heavier hip hop and shit like trap hip hop and shit like that. But um, I started out backwards in music. Like when it came to hip hop, it was like I went from like I went I heard from I went from Lupe to like all right now I need to listen to the Sugar Hill Gang to figure out who's the earliest hip hop shit. Yeah, so yeah. I started just discover where you came from. Yeah, you know I started I mean? the early. Yeah. I started with the earliest hip hop like. My first like shit that I would listen to was like Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, That's Jungle Brothers, Hell yeah. Old School Common, and I mean even to this day I still think Rock Kim is the greatest rapper of all time. Like that's how much of a fucking hip hop nerd I am, but that's not the like deep deep cuts. Yeah, but I can still appreciate, appreciate everything that right. everyone's yeah, yeah. doing now. You know, I think that hip hop is just meant to evolve. Okay, well that's that's cool. So I was gonna lead me to my question here. Who do you think are like your the, your biggest influences in your style right now? Like, who do you think like r- really like? Bro, it's really hard to like pinpoint to pinpoint, to yeah, pinpoint yeah. it down. But I mean, and honestly, God, like my favorite or who I personally think I have a tendency to look up to who are just like the greatest at what they do. Like that's who I look up to. Like my heroes aren't always like my top five heroes aren't rappers. Like they're other people. But when I look at like who I think personally is gonna go down as the greatest of all time, it's it's gonna be Drake because you have to take in which I, <laughs> y'all look shocked. Hey, not nah, nah, I'm not. not. <laughs> I mean, that I can, he, he did a lot a, to yeah. to shape like the new hip hop landscape. Well, he's you know? just like he's just like the modern Jay Z, and like the, I don't buy that. I don't know about all of that. No, well, I mean, I'm talking about cultural impact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you right, gotta right. get him to co- like whatever moves Drake makes, yeah. everyone's gonna follow. But I also, quick. I also do think that people do sleep on him lyrically and as a rapper. I think that like any hip hop, if you really dive deep into Drake's music, you realize that he's a hip hop nerd too. But he's just you had to take it to a different place. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Like, and I don't disagree with you. To simply hate on Drake, like it's like the because that's the popular thing to do mm-hmm. or anything, you know. But uh, when you, all things considered, you know, you got to take into consideration, like, as a straight rap artist, he's had like bars written for him, shit yeah. like that, you know, like all that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes down to that, you know, I mean, 
I feel like Pusha murked him on that fucking. Oh fuck yeah, Pusha murked him. You know, was, uh, but the fact that he survived that murking, but is it, testament to right, like because like, he's like a, the, a the big fucking he's power like a, of Drake. He's a huge I mean? fucking star, man. Like you can't yeah, deny yeah. the star power. And well, th- there's a reason why, like, the reason why hip hop is the most popular form of music right now is because Drake opened up the door for females to listen to rap. Like that wasn't a thing. Like there was no back before okay. Drake. Okay. Like girls, like there would of course people listen to hip hop, but <laughs> yeah, the only yeah, shit yeah, that yeah. they were listening to was like maybe like Tupac shit on the radio or the R and B shit that Ja Rule was on with J Lo and shit like that. That's the type of shit that they Those were listening couple, to. Okay. Yeah. Drake maybe is some the, fabulous. Drake is the one who started a trend of making not just one song. On an album, it's like, oh, it's your love song, but like the twelve other songs are all just about some gangster shit. Like, nah, Drake was the first one to come and make a consistent project about being about female shit. Or was it Kanye with 808s and Heartbreak? People didn't gravitate towards. I'm throwing my hat in the ring for Kanye, best of all times. Yeah, I mean, I I fucking I think he's the best hip hop. I think music-wise, producer. I think he's the best producer of all time. Without like specific labels, as just like an artist, I feel like he's one of the fucking greatest. Yeah, that's why. Like I said, it's hard for me to say like, oh, Drake is my my main influence because yeah, he is my main influence. But I wouldn't say it's a musical thing as much as it's more of like a just at what level the, you can the take it to. Yeah, yeah like the, the, the whole package. The whole package, there you go. But I mean, even then, I do love his music. Like, I mean, I, I always say, man, like, I, lately I've been more on my rap shit, but my, my music is, is gravitated, you know, towards kind of like... Somewhere along that vein. Yeah, I like, I make love songs, bro. Like, real shit, I make love songs. That's literally... Hey, that's, that's cool, that's bro. What's <laughs> that's what's yeah. But, you know, and occasionally I'll dive into some other shit, but, you know, I'm not... I, I used to make, like, very... You know, I guess you know, I don't like the word conscious rap, but I used to make like, you know, that kind of just almost politically type shit, you know, just some yeah. fucking woke shit. Yes, yeah, some <laughs> fake ass woke shit. But I realized that that just wasn't genuine. Like I wasn't actually talking about what was going on in my life. So like, you know, when I did that. That's what it is, man. Whenever yeah. it gets closest to your own experiences, that's where people can fucking like relate to shit. Yeah, 100%. yeah. But it's like I can give you twenty names of people that I look up to and who I listen to every day, you know. So it's it's just too much. Like I'm t- I'm too deep into hip hop to like really pinpoint one person who influenced my style. I'm just influenced by hip hop, R and B, dance hall, reggaeton. Like I'm I'm trying to do different shit. Like I've done hip hop my whole life, but now I'm focusing more than anything on um, the hip hop shit and or not the hip hop, the R and B shit and the more like. Um, I'm trying to like kind of help bridge a gap between American culture and like Latino culture, like right, Caribbean right, right. music yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, shit like dance hall and stuff like that. So, you know, I've been doing a lot more like that. A, a little bit more of that type of flavor. Yeah. Some fucking because that's honestly like at first, like I can tell you, man, like when you do rap for a long time, everyone who I know who's, I mean, deep into hip hop and has made a career out of hip hop and was successful, like, the the one thing that you see is like at, at first it starts off like super like selfish and like cynical like you you just you feel like you have something to prove and the music's just about you 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 what you what you want and I feel like the longer that you make music and you go deeper and deeper into it you start taking into consideration what other people want to hear so like what gave me 
the same kind of satisfaction when I first started isn't what gives it to me now. Like now I literally just want to make music that chicks can dance to, like real shit. And before, like I wanted to talk about the world and life and crazy third eye shit. And, but you know, it's just what another taste me. Yeah, what 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 I ended up realizing is that the best feeling in the world is just seeing just people enjoy themselves. Yeah, you seeing your music resonate with people when they're in a positive state. Like it's something about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can feel that. Same thing like with me being a comedian, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I used to want to write the shit that was like uh, cool to me. It was like, "Oh, I'm a smart comedian. I'm super deep and shit. Let's talk <laughs> about emotion. Witty. Let's be vulnerable right now." But it's like it's better to just make y'all laugh. <laughs> yeah, like you can't you forget know? the goal. Like, yeah, yeah. And if that's what you want, the do, overall goal. Yeah, if, you, if that's what you want to do, you gotta, you gotta make sure you put like the last. Because I'm a big comedy fan. Oh too. fuck yeah! yeah I got too. a show tomorrow, dude. I've been <laughs> to check out Laredo's dinner. Oh, dude, tomorrow is yeah. gonna be a crazy ass showcase. So, yeah, be, be there, there's a two. Well, I mean, the host is from here, Aaron Suarez. You're the feature track. Uh, nah, I'm a guest spot. I'm a guest spot. Then I'm doing five minutes. Then I'm a dip. Dip. <laughs> You got a five minute set. Yeah. Peralta is uh, Peralta is also doing five. I think no, he's doing, doing ten. He's doing ten. Doing ten. I, th- I thought he, okay, he's doing like ten. God I guess. bless him. So it's shout out Robert Peralta. <laughs> three Laredo comics, two and then two San Antonio me. comics. Oh, They're heavy hitters. Out, uh, I'm fucking hyped up because they've been hyping them up for me. That's so I'm, like, I want, I'm down to go see it, man. I've been wanting to check out. Like I said two, like three of my biggest heroes is is fucking. Bernie Mac, Patrice O'Neill, and Bernie um, Mac, dude. Like those dude, like I only I look up to those dudes as like men, like not even just like that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's random people who influence me. It's just people like that. Like I love co- like com- comedians and comedy. Like I follow that shit pretty pretty closely too. That's fucking yeah, dope. Yeah. How do you feel about like? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take a hard left turn here. How do you feel about like? The Illuminati and hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever go down that fucking rabbit hole? <laughs> every every twelve year old did, man. Like, Dude, yeah. for real. Like, that was, was me hey, bro, all Jay-Z day, every did. day. <laughs> um, n- I mean, like, what? How do I feel about it? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Are you mad? <laughs> it was, it was more of a joke yet? question like, than like, anything. Uh, are you still waiting? Like, you're gonna gotta hit me up, dude. Like, like, uh, I mean, this shit's. I mean, this shit's fun to read. I mean, yeah, the shit ain't real, but it's fun to read. Yeah, I, I know, man. Know. How, how many rappers referenced it, dude? I watch the videos, dude. We do it on purpose. Oh, shit. That's why we do it. That's like, some insight. Yo, how many maybe that's what the Illuminati <laughs> wants you to say, Here's the heavy one, dude. How many rap artists' family members died before they blew up? And then they blew up. Um, oh. Boom, son. Yeah, that's nah, that's <laughs> wild. That's fucking wild. I mean, That's a little wild, or is that a coincidence? Because, like, every fucking big name, like... That shit, nah. Probably, that shit probably real. I don't know. Right, that's it. what I'm saying. Whatever. <laughs> I don't be. know. It could be, but I mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. There was a point in time where that it was. It was actually kind of hilarious. Oh yeah, how serious sure. people took that shit. Right, like, right, right. They're like scared of that shit. Them shit was creepy as hell when I was a kid. Dude, they were yeah. creepy ass videos. They had like creepy ass music in them. Yeah. They mentioned Satan all the time. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just be scared as fuck. Like fuck, dude, Satan. I don't yeah. want to fuck with that, dude. I remember I had like this weird fucking um, sociology teacher my sophomore year in high school. You had and a Masonic ring. No, and she was just like, 
watch these videos and they were just like oh, about God. how the Illuminati controls the music industry. Nice. It was a 10 part series and I watched the whole thing. Was it fucking like John Todd or something? I forget what the <laughs> fuck it was, but it was like, oh, Those here's all the movie. hidden messages yeah. inside all of this, bro. Jay-Z's fucking Rockefeller shit, bro. It's the eye. It's like the all-seeing eye, third dude. Eye, dude. It's a diamond. And then they just, like, just kept fucking, sky. they just kept like highlighting all the lyrics like, oh, look at uh, yeah. fucking... Uh, Tupac, Don Caluminati, and yeah. all, all that shit. Because it's it's just, cool to do, like, because yeah. that rappers have kind of already caught the wind of like how interesting it's. Illuminati has literally become like such a deep part of the culture, like a parody of itself at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. So rappers will just reference it because it's fun to reference. But like, but isn't it fun to believe though? Fuck yeah, that's why we still do it. Some satanic rituals. Well, I mean, uh, nah, I don't want to get into that. Anyways, <laughs> dude, I'm pretty sure Beyonce look as young as she does because she's done some satanic shit. She's just you know? bathed in virgin blood every night. Yeah, now, one, of, one sure. of the things that was weird, though, <laughs> this is not even so much about hip hop as it was just about, I think it was like Lady Gaga and shit and other people. But anyway, so there go. <laughs> there's a there's a video about like this weird Masonic like chair ritual. I don't know if you've seen that. No. But anyways, so they show they literally show like there's a a video being recorded inside a masonic lodge and there's like a lady that's dancing for all the gentlemen nice and then <laughs> and it w- i'm about it so far right right <laughs> and so she's she's dancing like Don't on a chair and shit she's dancing like on a chair and shit uh-huh and then they're like all right now look at this choreography that beyonce did and it was like the exact same thing and i was like who would record the secret thing inside of like a Masonic lodge. Yeah. And post it. You're not like supposed to take cameras in there or anything. Like that. No, I know a couple like of people that are Freemasons. Do you know anyone other Freemasons? Uh, my homie's grandpa was, and he had like that little, my homie said a little necklace. Huh? Damn. The that's cool. Shit. And I was like, mm, you're weird. And he was super into all that shit. They too. have like dope ass symbols. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah. Yo, their branding is on point. Yeah. <laughs> like, you see the the square in the compass automatically. You know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a fucking Freemason. It yeah. looks dope as fuck. Yeah, but I I I don't like literally a homie of mine. Like we went down the well, whatever. He's now a Freemason, and I'm dope. always like like self proclaimed or actually, no, like he's legit. Like he has the fucking ring, and That's he crazy. had to get like recommendations to get in and all this other shit. That's weird. I know, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> tell me your fucking secrets, man. And he'll just, like, laugh. Like, how many aliens have you met already, bro? No, see, that's, like, this is why people join shit like that, because they just want people to, like, think they know some shit when they don't know I, But I want to know some shit. Like, would you join <laughs> yeah. if somebody approaches, like, hey, man, you down to join? Uh, you got to sacrifice someone, though. I'm pretty sure that's a, I don't think I could sacrifice one. That would suck. Sacrifice your life. I'd be playing good characters and shit like Skyrim and Fallout, so I can't be doing this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do like Dude, horrible same. decisions I, I always, on, pur- on purpose? Like on Skyrim? I can't. I always tell myself I'm gonna be a complete dickhead because I have complete control, dude. I stop at the red lights on Grand Theft Auto, dude. Shut like, the no, you don't. Dude. No, I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. But I feel the same way though. Like I, 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 I do shit. that. I, everyone, I've done that shit for like five minutes, just out of boredom, like trying to follow the fucking traffic laws. Like, nah, yeah, I'm good, yeah. bro. Dude, it's hard. It's hard to stick to it. It is, man, because you accelerate so fast. Yeah. Like you I'm just lightly this, tap I'm the shit and you're fucking going. I'm 90. riding some fucking ass sports car and I forget which button <laughs> I have to click to fucking honk a horn so that I'm just shooting people. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. I just I was just trying to honk, lady. I'm sorry. I just wanted to let you know the light was green. I'm sorry. 
Go. Sorry, your fucking face is gone. <laughs> R.I.P. I'm but a Mason now. I don't know, man. It just uh, there's but a lot of weird shit out there. That's all I have to say. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's the problem is I just like I can't let myself get too deep into that shit because I be thinking way too much. So right, dude. Man. Yeah, I be trying to stay ignorant. And but but when some shit comes to like the light comes to light, it's kind of hard to ignore like the whole Jeffrey Epstein shit. Mm. You've been. You I think that's like that's like conspiracy theorists like goldmine right there. That shit. But the fucking crazy part is that it's not really a conspiracy anymore because it's real. No, it's just weird. That shit. I heard about that shit. My homie uh, put me on that story. He was like, "Look at this shit." I was like, "I don't give a fuck," but that's crazy. Right <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just lends itself to that theory, bro. Fucking. No, you, you <laughs> know, you know which story is wild, and it might make a little more sense in the context of this episode. Go for it. Uh, R. Kelly <laughs> peeing they, on kids. Or no, they legit like that's they definitely in my context. Yeah, they 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 brought uh they brought charges to him like legit like he uh was charged with uh, child pornography. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like, he fucking straight up peed on like fourteen year olds. It's yeah, yeah but like, but yeah, we were cool with it for a really long time. Though. Yeah, they're like, okay, man. We, we all let it happen because bump and grind so was remix such to a ignition. Fucking d- remix to ignition probably like added years to his career, dude. Dude, like, talk about like, you can still, you can still be at a party right now and somebody throw that track on and you get fucking. Yeah, no, R. Kelly, it sucks, man. Nah, I'm That's gonna pretend. Legend. I'm gonna pretend that I don't fuck with that song. If somebody plays, they're gonna be like, no, bro, that shit. We don't we don't fuck with this anymore. Would you, I'll what be if alone. they threw on that one song? I'll be alone in the car and I'll be bumping that shit. Fucking but hard. out in public though, it, it, you can't do that shit no more. That's probably worse. What about <laughs> that? <laughs> what about that one song that he has with Snoop Dogg? That's a fucking fuck, banger. That's that shit. Oh fuck yeah! That's a fucking banger. That's a banger. R. Kelly like he's a legend, man. It sucks. It really does suck. But I mean, it's like Michael Jackson too. Like a lot of people can't stop listening to Michael Jackson because it's just like. I was I, I'm guilty of that. I was it's too, to that. It's too I'm guilty of that. I, I listen to, to to Michael. I think that people my need to like learn how to like separate the artists from, from the like shit the, that yeah. they do. It's it, like yeah. my 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 whole take on it, and it was funny because like I got into it. Nah, I didn't really get into it with my, but I kind of got into it. I was at my girlfriend's family's place, and they just they started talking about it, and like this is literally my position though. Like I, I mean I don't know if he's guilty or not. Right, like sure, there was some weird shit, but a lot of it, yeah. a lot of the accusations have kind of been like disproven. People were like, "Oh, they fucking just trying to make money, all this other shit." Right, yeah. and I really, I don't know the story, and I don't have enough research. So I, this is literally what I told them because they were just like, "No, he fucking did it. He's a fucking pedophile, like all this shit, like real, you know." And I was like, "Do you know though? Like, were you there? Like, do you really like a hundred percent beyond the shadow of a doubt? No. Like, have you looked into it? Like, research? Yeah. No, but it, like everyone says, I was like, but like." You know, it could be it could be a fucking lie. And then they were like adamant, dude, trying to change my fucking mind. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I just don't have all the facts. You know, what if he's weird? He's just a weird person. Yeah. No, he well, clearly was. He's definitely a weird 100%, person. hundred percent, right? Like but he had some fucking psychological trauma. In his one thing childhood, he's guilty so. of is being a fucking weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's like, like, again, comedy. Like one of my, my yeah. favorite comedians is Louis C.K. Like, that was the funniest dude ever. Jacking off. Yeah. And it's like. He's coming back strong, bro. Yeah, he no, is. He's not. Yes, he is. You haven't, he's been doing like spots around New York and shit. He has, but... And killing it. I, I haven't heard that he's been killing it. I've heard that he's been doing shows. I've heard he's been doing shows and that people are like, fuck. And then like the venue's like, I'm sorry or something. But like, 
I think he'll be alright. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's gonna book like a theater, and it's just gonna be sold out. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm just being a hater. Do you hate on? Did you hate on Louis pre come? I mean, pre uh. <laughs> Free <laughs> masturbation stories. I did actually. Not that I don't think he's funny, but I, I guess I heard the wrong clips because everybody's like, he's so such a fucking. You're one of those hipsters that was just like, yeah, fuck I, that guy. I mean, yeah, but also, uh, <laughs> no, it was like, oh, he's such a fucking genius and he'll change your fucking mind. And I was like, all right, cool. And I looked at the first clip I saw of him was just like, when is it acceptable for me to rape my dad? And I was like, fucking genius. <laughs> That's what that is. This is a. Uh, this is. <laughs> This is what's going to change my fucking world. Is this guy. And ever since then, I was like, he's not He's not that hot. I, I was a little bit, like, on the fence whether or not I thought he was, like, a lyrical genius or not. <laughs> but, I mean, he was funny. He yeah. was funny. I'm not going to take that away from him. But I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't think I watched enough to be to lean too much any one way, whether, yeah. like, for or against. Definitely. Nah, he's just, he was a, he was a, he's just a comedian. I mean, him and him and like shit. Who else makes me laugh as much? Louis. I mean, Patrice O'Neal. Patrice O'Neal. Nah, that, that, that guy. That yeah. guy. I'll get. I'll I've gone down the rabbit hole just listening to him like talk on different like old radio shows. Oh no, nah, that's my. Like I said, I live my life like Patrice. Like I I literally live my life like he's watching me twenty four seven. Just, <laughs> just the ghost of Patrice O'Neal. Just judging me yeah. on every decision you're about to make. Like, every bitch move I'm about to make, right? he, just, he just guides it straight up. When you're writing a WWPD, lyric, like, dude, what would Patrice do? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that be, that'd be a really good fucking race in the half. Nah, but that, I think that dude is a genius, man. I guess I really do. It was funny as fuck, dude. I yeah, heard, yeah, for real. I've I've literally listened to him just de- destroy and tear apart like people on the news. Go off on like you know it's crazy. <laughs> like <laughs> what I think about podcasts is like it made me realize that there's like some comedians that are a lot funnier than their act, and like on a podcast, yeah, on a podcast. Point in or, or like for example, Brian Cannon. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. It's funny, yeah. The, the only the podcast I only really listen to is like this, <laughs> this really random one he got with the. Uh, it's it's not around anymore, but it was called the Ten Minute Podcast. Fuck oh, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah! Oh yeah, I listen yeah, yeah, yeah. to Will Sasso, Will Sasso, yeah. Will Sasso and Chris D'Elia. Bro, I listen. I literally just watch, re- listen to reruns of that shit all day long. I never That's get tired of that shit. That shit. I feel like Chris D'Elia is also in the same category. Yeah. Wait, no, you didn't go with us to, to the Austin trip, right? Y'all saw y'all caught his act or what? No, nah, we were just listening to him on the way to, to right. But like his theater. actual stand up or his podcast? I've listened to his actual stand up, uh, Chris Alia. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, fuck the the one the where ten minute podcast. We were listening oh, okay. to ten minute podcast the whole drive up. It was fucking dope. Yeah. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, Will Sasso. Will Sasso is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is. He's just fucking good, especially whenever he's on the fatter and the kid. But but yeah, like I I a hundred percent I know exactly what you're saying. Joe Rogan's one of those people I feel, or even not even so much that he's funnier in his podcast, but I just would rather listen to his podcast than his stand up. Yeah, I don't know. I saw his stand up live. Yeah. What would you think? Is it better live? It's better live. I think everything's Definitely. better live That's when true. it comes to comedy. Honestly, I think being in a room yeah. with people who. Just put the energy up in the air, like makes it easier to laugh than if you were just at home. Yeah, so, maybe. Yeah, but I've actually that. never been to a real stand-up show. I think the last one I went to was like George Lopez when he used to come to the radio and shit. Tomorrow, bro. I feel. Uh, I, what was Probably the? Uh, 
Yeah, like besides like some of the the showcases here, the only like real quote unquote stand up show that I went to was actually for Brendan Schaub. Uh, oh, and he was in uh, and he was in Austin like not, like maybe a year. It ago was actually almost. him doing. Yeah, it was interesting. I saw. Like, I, I thought it was funny, but loud like and I think what he did was like the material from his special. He's just working it out. Probably he did like forty five minutes. I think thirty forty five somewhere on there. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him too. I fuck with him. But I'm interesting people. Honestly. Yeah, right. It's yeah. just like you're a fighter. You're interesting. I'm sorry. I, I want to listen to you talk. I don't know about fuck your stand-up it. just yet. I mean, that shit hard, bro. Yeah, it's not time. easy at all. Yeah, that's I've tried thing. it. It's hard as fuck. Like, you tried it? Yeah. What happened? I don't know. You tell me. You're in the audience. He does all right. You just you get you you know, you're not trying to do it like balls deep. Yeah, pretty. Now I am kind oh, of. Okay. I'm in yeah. it. I'm in it to win it. I'm gonna. I usually like. I usually go to their open mic. Him and Rogers. They, they so have yeah, one we, on Thursday. We we run an open mic every Thursday. Yeah, at Cultura, Cultura Beer Garden. The <laughs> mic drop the tomorrow. Mic and uh, so I've been getting I've been getting some spots up there, man. And like it's, you know, like some it's, I've like I have some shit that I can go to where I I know that people are gonna laugh. But I don't want to just stay with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get in some more shit. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. For, like, I have, like, maybe one or two solid bits that will for sure get a laugh. Uh, I realize stand-up is possibly the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done on stage. Yeah, like, when, when it's crazy when you say, like, like five minutes is actually a bitch to do, right? It yeah. is, bro. It is. Yeah, it is. is. Like, <laughs> if you tell, like, a, a performer, like, oh, you got five minutes. Oh, like, it's like one song. Yeah. That's one song, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like shouting up to, the, hyping up the crowd for two minutes and then doing a song. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild because, uh, you know, I used to be in a band yeah. and I've done theater. Really? Yeah. What band were you in? Quest Texas. We did. We weren't shit. Y'all weren't shit? Nah. What'd you play? play? Our bass player lived in San Antonio, so you we, were the singer. We I was. I actually. fucking knew it, dude. Uh, but uh, frontman no, uh, Franny, bro. Uh, no, uh, but like it's fucking, it's wild because uh, you know I was in a band. I've done theater and now I do stand up, and stand up is the only time I realized that like I'm by myself. So if I suck, it's on me. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. In a band, if we suck, I'm like, yo, that dude was out of time or whatever. Uh, if I'm gonna play, I'm like, yo, this guy fucking sucks. But if my set sucks, uh, as a stand-up comedian, that is on you, bro. That's on me. Right. I'm the only yeah. fucker there, you know. So it's uh, it's way more nerve-wracking than anything I've ever done. Yeah, before. and usually when you perform like music, the crowd is kind of already on your side, and like comedy, yeah, you have yeah. to like win over the crowd. Exactly. Right. Especially like in, in the situation with the open mic, in some cases you'll go up after people that just ate a dick, <laughs> so the crowd is like. Yeah, they not feel, they already not yeah. filming the show. Yeah. Bringing him back after somebody just eats it, it's it's the it's the scariest but most satisfying feeling. Yeah, you can pull but it luckily you and Roger do such a good job at hosting that you're usually you're able to, you know, stoke the flame a little bit yeah, whenever yeah, yeah, the yeah. person that sucks. Will you ever do stand up, bro? Uh, I don't think I'm built for that shit. I don't think <laughs> I could do it. Like I've I've fuck around a lot and like I'm probably like the most like least serious person in the studio when i'm in the studio but that shit to me is like crazy honestly like that's why i admire people who do it because it's like it's so fucking wild like the idea of coming up with 60 minutes is just hilarious ass shit and it's dope though because i mean that's what i enjoy like that's what i enjoy watching but i mean yeah i, I don't think i could do that shit really i'm at care. 20 minutes you have, have a you have a 20 material. you have a solid 20 I've, I've done a solid 20 when 
I had to go. catch that, right? No, nah, he didn't. Was it out of town? No, nah, I was here. Roger was the only guy that went. So, Oof. big ups to Roger. Big ups. <laughs> he was on his phone, but whatever. Performing hip hop is real easy. Like that shit is, like having like the idea of like, oh, I need to play an instrument while you performing. That shit sound hard. But like just grabbing a mic and rapping, that's just fucking easy. Have you ever thought about incorporating like a live band? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I have I have a band that I work with. Um, shout out, shout out Jay, shout out Rob. I see y'all. Um, but Cause I feel like that those like when hip hop artists are able to incorporate the live band like that, it just takes the shit to them. Yeah, oh level. yeah, for sure. I would, like the thing is though, like so like that's why I'm starting to perform again now because I'm trying to get back into that whole mindset of performing and creating a performance show. But it would for sure. Include a band. I couldn't see with that. Have you seen that uh, performance of Denzel Curry doing uh, Bulls on Parade (laughs) with a live band? Yeah, man. It's fucking flames, dude. I met that dude. He's fucking metal. Yeah. Nice. He's crazy. He's like like that just normally. Right, yeah. He's real intense. He's fucking. Well, actually, nah, it's not safe to say because he just got, he, he got off. He just got done performing. So, yeah, it's like off the vibes and shit. It's just fucking. Yeah, he, I guess yeah. he was just hype as fuck. But, no, he's a, I mean, he's a cool dude, though. It's, he fucking knows how to perform. It, I mean, he yeah. seems cool. A lot of his lyrics mention a lot of the shit that I fuck with. <laughs> a lot of fucking Dragon Ball Z and shit in there. Yeah. I'm super down for that. Yeah. And I caught, like, his, uh, I don't know if you heard of the uh, fuck in the cave or with Kenny Beats or whatever. But I don't uh, think. It's because, like, that's like. That's like a. That's like almost like his own genre of rap. Like those, you know, like people like Denzel Curry and I mean I can't think of other names, but there's just people in that kind of category. Like Beast Coast, I feel it falls into it's, that category. It's more like and I don't even mean it with like a negative connotation, but it's like it's like what do we we just call it weirdo rap. Like it's just that's what it is. It's like weirdo rap. Like, like Odd the, Future is like, that in the same category? Yeah, it's like it's like the alternate shit or alternative shit you can call it. Right, right, right. So He has some I mean, hard ass bars though. Yeah, no, like he's dope. It's just like like that's like I fuck with him, but like I don't, I don't be like listening to shit like that. You know? Yeah. So I can't even say like too much about him. But right, like, he had right. this one song I remember that like it was like a meme. Where, like, I guess they were like flipping the bottle and shit. His song would come up in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that song Which went one hard that? as fuck. The fucking ultimate one or what? Yeah, I think so. The I am the one, the one. Fuck the yeah, one. That, yeah, that was the yeah, one. Okay. Yeah, that should go that hard. Yeah, that is like, a fucking, fucking crazy turn. Scene. I love rappers who like have that kind of energy on stage, like because I can't do that shit. And, like, I just love being able to see dudes, like, just fucking... Go off. Yeah, go off, off. Like, turn that shit into, like, a metal show. Yeah, dude. That's Great. what's... uh, That's pretty fucking killer. I, I like when shit kind of turns that way. Yeah. But, you know, like, with, uh, with hip-hop, it's a little difficult because sometimes the persona you're projecting is, like, a chill-ass, like... I mean, I don't even know in your case specifically, but, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, when you think about it, like, what it is, it's, like, you kind of never let them see you sweat type of shit, you know? And then, like, if you're fucking turning up like crazy. I think if you... Th- my opinion, honestly, like, I think you're right, but, like, if if a rapper was to think about that, then you're just kind of overthinking it, and you're going to just... You're going to fuck up. Yeah. Like, you, can't, you can't think of it like that. You just got to go on. You got to go on, like, you got to have, like, natural-born confidence, like, for rapping and shit, like, because it's such a, like, a bravado fucking... Exactly, man. Yeah. This is, like... Even your most humble rapper still very has to ego be, driven. Like, to certain extent yeah you, you even your most humble rapper has a fucking ego like you have yeah. to have an ego to do this shit for real, real it's such a it's such a competition i mean that's how i look at it though i mean i look i don't look at it as like a competition like where i don't want to see other people succeed but it's more just like a competition within yourself where you're always just trying to get yourself into the best position and 
You know, it's it's just it's like it's like a foundation of hip hop in my opinion. It's like who's the best DJ, who's the best, you know, MC, who's the best dancer, like and like you may not ever get there, but it's about like trying to be that. I think if you just always like strive to be the best fucking version of yourself, like whether you actually get there or not, like you're gonna be a better person overall, just reaching that goal, you know, because you right, be right, 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 taking yeah, yeah. those small, t- tiny steps, you know, to to do that. So I mean, yeah, I like the competition aspect of all this hip hop shit. So that's why I knew it was like kind of like something I wanted to do because it was like I'm very ego driven when it comes to music, like. Not not under some personal shit, but it's just like if I hear someone, the moment I hear a song, and I, I always think to myself like, damn, why didn't I make this? And right. The moment I get yeah. that feeling, that's like the number one drive for me to like try to do some different shit. Or like, damn, I could do that better. Yeah, even that too. That's another thing. It's like keeping your, keep, it just reminds you of like what level you're at. There's just like I always say, there's like calibers of rappers in this world. A hundred percent. You know the mainstream dudes that you're looking at, like some of those dudes are like. That's a different kind of the caliber to be at. Like, it's, it's fucking takes just years and just being born with that ability to like, you know, do what it takes. Be a wordsmith at that level. That yeah. and learn how to like, because <coughs> you don't have to be the most lyrical motherfucker to like be dope. Like, really, you just have to like understand how like music just hits people. If you can read yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, if you can read that shit, like that'll also get you really, really far. I mean, that's why people switch up their music. I mean, that's why I switched up my music, because I just saw what people enjoyed, and that, like, as an effect, just made me enjoy it more and want to do shit like that. Because I feel like I used to make very boring music, like, straight up just boring. Like, I wasn't taking into consideration, does this shit actually sound good? Like, I was just trying to rap and, like, be as wordy and rhyme as I could. And when I made the transition to, like, being more melodic-based, that's when I realized, like, People actually took on a female, started taking on to it and like jamming my shit. And it's like, damn, when you have girls jamming rap songs. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. If girls are playing your (laughs) shit, you're doing something right. Yeah. And it's, you know, I don't know if that's sexist to say, but yeah, that's that's how it is. Nah, nah. I don't think that's sexist. (laughs) Or if Uh, it is, they ain't going to say shit because it's like, yeah, we have some power (laughs) to be a motherfucker. That's honestly a lot of people don't know, but that's, you know, if you look at Atlanta, that's how Atlanta's music is actually. Gauged. Gauged. It's by the strip clubs in Atlanta. The strippers in Atlanta dictate what. Did dancing to it or not? Yeah, literally. Like, it was in Atlanta, the culture was. And this is like, I don't know if it's still like this now, but back when, like, Gucci Mane was, like, the hottest dude out there, the culture was like. Before they put his clone back out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> like, the culture was you made a song that night, you took it to the strip, you played it. You If you knew the DJ, the DJ or not, you'd have him play it for you. You'd see the reaction to the strippers, and if the strippers liked it, they would just keep requesting that song. And then that's what got people in Atlanta to blow up. So for the longest time, it was the strippers of Atlanta that dictated the... So have you ever taken any of your tracks to, like, Exoticas or something <laughs> like that? Do you, do you think it's popping? Nah. We, uh, Yo, bro, let's fucking make this shit happen nah. here, bro. <laughs> that shit actually... No, nah, it was crazy. Like, my homie... Uh, shout out to my homie Blues. Um, I remember he played some shit at a strip club. He played a song that I produced at a strip club, and... Um, yeah, seeing like they're sending me videos of like the reactions. It was just a crazy feeling, bro. Such a crazy feeling having your music like being played somewhere you're not at. Crazy <laughs> feeling having some booty popping yeah. to your fucking track. <laughs> uh, what What do you feel, or like the sounds that you come up with when you're producing? Like where, where do the influences that you draw on that? Like I know you mentioned that you like dance hall, like you're throwing yeah. everything. Is that like 
the sounds that you're putting into your beats, do they kind of come from that type of flavor or what exactly like are you putting on it? If I was talking about dance hall and reggae, I would say that your basic drums, that's what I'm pulling, but I'm adding different types of melodies and like a different feel. Like I'm adding more of like a, uh, you know, just like shit that you could just like drive to or smoke to late at night, like that type of feel. So it's like bringing like almost like sad, uh, some sad boy, real hours. sad boy hours. Yeah, like dude. this is not, it, not. I wouldn't even say sad. Just more. It's not like the super bright, you know, poppy ass sounds that right. you get. Like yeah. some, some introspective yeah, type shit. It, yeah, it's like just turning dancehall just a little bit more serious. Turning like a thorn a little bit more serious. You know, I just think you know it's a very very specific way of doing it. But it's it's basically like what the way I see it is I'm just mixing R and B and dancehall. I'm mixing R and B and. You know, they get thrown when I try to make music. And so if, if you, let's say if you were like <laughs> a rapper on the come up. Yeah. And you were trying to find one of your beats. Uh-huh. What would you type into YouTube? Oh, you can't. Old you Town gotta, Road. You, you got to follow me on Instagram. And old, hit type, me old Town <laughs> Road type beat. I'm not Yo. like a, I'm not I'm not like a beat maker. Like I can't do that. You, like, you got to like man. work with someone on a fucking. Not even that. Like it's just like I don't even. I'm not that good at producing. Like I'm really not. Like my best shit has come from other people. But I just know how to. You know, I can make a beat, but you know, it's who what I end up doing with the end of it that'll actually make it sound good. Like I, I really don't think that my beats are like anything too special. But I mean, I have worked with some people, and I've had some like really good success with that shit. And you know, I'm confident in myself as a producer. But I just know some people that could school the fuck out of me. Like there's, right. there's beat makers, and then there's people like me. Beat makers are like robots and shit like that. They just know? be like five minute beat. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just I'm, I'm I'm not at that level, but I mean I'm trying to get to the point where I could do that, of course. But I mean I just I've been rapping way longer than I'm producing, so it wasn't until very recently that I actually started rapping over my own beats. Like before, it was just me making them, leaving them there in the computer and shit. And then finally, I made one that I felt like was good enough to rap on. And that was like when the, you know the milestones of producing started happening for me. What do you feel like? Fuck that! That qu- that totally threw me off my train of thought. <laughs> uh, had to do with producing and hip hop. I don't know, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Oh, so yeah. like, uh, fuck. I wanted to talk a little bit about like your the your creative process. Like, let's yeah. say we're gonna you're gonna lay down a track. What? Where do you start? Honestly, man, it's it's real different from time to time because I have like. Um, you know, I have like my scheduled studio time, so right. it's like I know in that day I'm, I have to go work on something. So sometimes it's like inspiration just kind of strikes, and you know, you write something down or you kind of hum something to yourself and turns into something else. But um, I'm not in the type. I don't. I personally just don't believe in like sitting around waiting for in- inspiration. I kind of like try to like chip it, a chip away at it, like daily. I try to do something every single day. Like, I try to write something, come up with a little line, even if it's a little rhyme scheme. Like, I'm just constantly writing 24-7. So, like, I have a lot of ideas already ready to go. And, you know, if if I'm going to one of my scheduled, um, you know, studio sessions, sometimes I'll go with, like, no idea at all. It's like, all right, well, let's just, you know, see what we come up with. And then sometimes, most of the time, I'm already thinking, like, six songs ahead. So I already know, like, all right, I want to make a song with this feel, this kind of vibe. The next song after that, I know I'll have this feel, this kind of vibe. And, um, I mean, the process is just, when, when I'm with Clef, it's like, 
it's insane. Like that dude is so fucking talented. So he'll turn like a little idea that I have into like this grand ass fucking crazy song and shit like that. So I mean, my creative process is just it, it's twenty four seven just thinking about this shit. I'm not the type to just like compartmentalize. It yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't sit down like for an hour a day and do it. It's like all day long. I'm just kind of doing it, you know. So it's an obsession type shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It, that's. I mean, to be able to succeed in that lane, you gotta yeah. be that way. Yeah. I feel. And I'm always trying to do different shit. Like I never stay on to one thing you know i'm always it's not like i make five songs in a row like that are the same feel if, like i make five songs in a row they're all gonna be different. yeah each of those five songs is gonna have a personality and shit like that so that's what's up yeah but it's all about i mean there's a very specific sound and a very specific message like generally i usually want to try to convey so like the one thing that i do like about my music that i that i hear personally i try to you know it's a big thing that i work on but it's like if you listen to an album, like, I want you to get the different feels, but I want it to still all feel like it should work together. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what makes a good artist. It's like if you can have an actual sound, but still have, like, variables within it and shit where it's just, like, you know, you can feel the different energies, the different emotions and all that shit, but you can still be able to tell, oh, yeah, that's that dude's sound. So, you know, that's him. So that's what I try to work on constantly is just consistency throughout my projects and shit like that. Yeah, that, I feel like that's a, a hard line to walk. Like yeah, trying to keep a cohesive sound but not making it sound too similar. Yes, that, that was my my problem when yeah. I tried listening to Drake's most recent shit, like uh, Scorpion. Was that is that still the newest one? Or yeah, Scorpion. Anything? Yeah, uh, when I listened to Scorpion, like everything sounded too much like the same. You know what I mean? Like mm. I guess he was trying to go for what you were saying, like a one cohesive vibe, mm. but everything was just like. It, it all kind of bled together. I couldn't tell one track apart from the next. I feel you. And, and that got me bored real quick. And yeah. it was a good summer, man. So it was a hard time for that album to have any success. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, yeah, yeah. I personally love that yeah. album. I think that shit was crazy. But yeah, I, I, I like the second half, yeah. the R&B side the, the, of it. The R&B yeah. side of it yeah. was yeah. really it was good. But, but it still had that feel to me. Like everything was very. Yeah, I feel like it was, it was very similar. It was pretty, that one was pretty similar. You know who I feel has like that issue but it's somehow still able to like fucking keep going currency man i feel like it throw on any one track from like his old shit and his new shit and it has that same fucking vibe it's currency is an odd dude man he's so fucking like beloved and like it's just he's never like actually like blown up blown up like he's always yeah yeah underground just fucking hype as fuck i fucking know i used to rep that jet life shit like (laughs) same bro fucking same man same dude that was my fucking that was my shit bro you think the dudes who got me into smoking weed and shit like straight up just wanted to smoke weed like currency and smoke weed like Wiz and shit. Fuck, for real, bro. That was my fucking senior year. Just be like, Back when Wiz was like dope as fuck. Like, Wiz was like. Not What's he been up to lately, bro? Fucking Wiz. training and fighting and like now being super buff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. Yeah. Damn. He always just be dropping random shit, but I mean. Yeah, like who drops some hot tracks? Like, they're badass, yeah, but. It's not the same. It's not, man. But the time where Wiz was like really took him seriously. Like, like oh, shit, this dude's like one of the best. Albums. I feel like it was like right. Before Rolling Papers drop, like all the mixtapes. Well, yeah, that Cushion OJ album or that mixtape, that shit's just the, like the fucking timeless. Cabin Fever one. That one's yeah, fucking that one was crazy. And then after Rolling Papers, I feel like before, uh, what's the one where he's wearing the crazy Beetlejuice pants? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's oh, like, like, oh, yeah. like OF and uh, C, some shit like Only that. Only nigga in first class. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That's Only IFC, there you go. 
like the uh, the lead up to that with the the fucking Taylor Alter Dice, all of that that was a fucking badass mixtape too. Yeah, I fucking I really fuck with that one. But I I don't know. I feel like with Wiz, a lot of his mixtapes just are better than his albums. Yeah, that's a reason. that's a big problem. I don't even like I don't like the whole terminology of mixtapes versus albums because it's like I don't you, I don't care what you're trying to do. You're trying to make one project seem bigger yeah. than the other when it's like the quality of music is gonna. There's like you said, there's mixtapes that are better than albums. So why? I feel like people attach the word album to kind of just make it bigger than it is. But I mean, maybe I don't know. It might be uh, a label thing. That the I don't the know. way I understood it is, you know, mixtapes is kind of like. I'm fucking around here, have it for free. An album is something you're going to sell. But see, mixtapes, it's not for free anymore because people will drop a mixtape and it's on Apple Music and Spotify. So yeah. they still had to clear. Sa- Back in the day, the whole point of like mixtapes was avoiding appreciate. having to clear samples, but still put out music. Yeah. So it's, but it's like now you have to clear a sample if it's yep, going to be on yep. Apple Music. So people are putting money into mixtapes that almost they would put into an album. But I mean, I, I do understand the concept of like, you know, making a project of like fuck around songs, but. I'd rather just say like fuck it, I got ten albums and I have you know three <laughs> albums and seven mixtapes, you know. Yeah, so yeah. It's like I put like I I don't I don't I never understood the terminology of that shit. I think it's just some like label shit, some politicking shit that people are trying to do. But for real, but you said I mean there's some there's some mixtapes out there that are legendary. This fucking this just I just wanted to play this fucking one track because it's like ever since I heard it the first time. I just want to play like the intro of it. Like it's always it's a beat that just stays in my fucking head. <laughs> the view? The view? From fucking Verdi Terrace. The view is nice that from beat. up here. Oh, okay. And like that fucking feel, like all of his fucking jams are like that. Yeah. All of them have that like cool, just laid back. And you know, and that's crazy. Yeah. Currency actually changed, like, made something click in me at a very young age, too. He was like, they asked him, I was like, if you had any advice up and coming rappers, what would be the most important thing? And he was like, avoid samples, avoid, make all your own original shit. And then he's like, because they'll come, like, you can have one song and all the money you made up on that album, they can take it away from you off of that, just that one song, shit like that. That shit made me really switch up. That's what made me stop using YouTube beats. And I was like, this is where I need to actually start making original music. Like and 100%. Yeah, like 100%. Like, not not just be sampling and shit like that because it gives you the power to be able to sell your music. I, I, I like how I feel like both him and Wiz, they, the whole, aside from just the music, it's kind of like a whole brand yeah, thing. It was, like, it was like a movement. Yeah, like a whole point. fucking lifestyle. Like, I said that shit made me smoke. That's just, that's why I started smoking weed. I just wanted to be like Wiz. I started smoking yeah. weed before that, and like I wouldn't listen to Wiz again. I would listen to like the Mars Volta and shit like that, yeah. and then I stumbled upon I think like Burn After Rolling or something like that, <laughs> yeah. and then I was like, wow, now I'm getting high to this shit. Yeah, so that was that was fucking like a little transitionary period, but yeah, coming back to it, like it's it's crazy how for some people, even though being able to be consistent and have like a, a, a unified a unified sound on their projects it can take a turn for the worst when like it, it sounds too similar or it can work great to where like it just becomes one cohesive fucking yeah. like yeah. feeling i guess there's just a vibe that i want to bring with my music and that's all i that's all i try to keep and that's 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 honestly what just keeps this shit fun for me because it's like you know it's 
It's, you know, you're thinking about more things than one when you're writing a song as opposed to when, you know, when I first started out, I just needed to finish that song. But it's like now when I start something, I have to think of like all the ramifications of it. You know, what message is going to convey? Where does this fit on what I'm doing right now? You know, what what's the plan for this song and shit like that? So it's cool, man. I mean. But yeah. What, what are like some upcoming projects that you got working on? Like any EPs, albums, mixtapes, whatever. Uh, you call whatever you want to call them. Playlist, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right uh, now. Drake calls it a playlist. Man, I'm just in. I'm just in studio mode. I'm in album mode. I just dropped. Um, I dropped one project in uh, January. Um, brought a boy. Go check that out on Apple, Spotify, all that. Um, and then I dropped one in. Uh, I lose track. It was March, maybe. The last project I just dropped was um, Father to These Niggas. It was, uh, you can find that F2TN, Apple Music. Um, so right now, I, I got those projects out of the way. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate the next year to just being in the studio. And I've been in there consistently. And shit, I have like, tons and tons of fucking music so right now i don't have a project coming up i'm just in the studio grinding it out yeah yeah because yeah. i like to just make songs like shit ton of songs and then figure out where they're gonna go later so that's that's what i'm doing right now my last project i dropped father sees niggas that shit we did that shit in uh 10 days wow yeah head to toe so it was just like make it drop it you know so because like my shit, shit again shout out to 48 48 in the past two years, made should I lose track of the I think he made seven albums in the past two years. Fuck. Yeah. He was just, he would make them in like a day. And they're not even trash. Like, they're fucking fire. Like, 48, you know. He has he, good beats, man. I've heard some of his. Yeah, no. I, if I owe 48 just as much as I owe Clef. Like, that dude completely got my music out there in a way that no one else was able to kind of do for me. Or even I was able to do for myself, you know. So, 48's a big big part of my success also that's like my brother right there shout out to 48 yeah shout out to 48 and uh shit me shit me and him might even do like a joint project i don't know but i'm always just making music i'm never the type to just like sit on i don't like to sit on music too long do you drop shit as soon as you make it like for example any of the songs that you've made or you just kind of right now no see I've, i've been sitting on shit right now and it's not i don't like the feeling and um so I don't know. I'm, 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 I already know I have projects up and coming, but right now they're just not done. But I mean, I'll probably end up dropping like fucking. I, I wanted to drop one before the year ended, and I'm still thinking if I'll be able to do that. What about so. music videos? Have you worked on any? Uh, I'm working on some shit right now, actually. Yeah. Do you have any out right now? <laughs> I have one, um, but that's also something that I kind of avoided too was music videos, just because I didn't. I didn't want to like some bullshit like when it came to music vid- when it comes to music videos i'm well, super picky too picky yeah. because it just if it's when you put money on it the risk to reward ratio for music videos doesn't always pay off that well so it's like if i was gonna if when i do do a music video again because the last music video i did was dope but it was more just like i felt like the reception wasn't there for as much effort that I was putting into it right right so it's like I have to look at shit like, okay, well, like, what am I going to get out? If I put this, you know, much of an investment into it, what am I looking at back? Are people actually going to be watching it? I'd rather save that energy for when I'm in a position where I know that people are guaranteed going to look at it. Right, you know for I mean? sure. But um, 
Uh, uh, videos is another thing I'm becoming, I'm, you know, already becoming more adamant about. I feel like I took the past couple of years just to be in the studio and, like, you know, try to perfect, like, what I do as much as possible. And um, now I'm kind of out of my little cocoon, you know, I'm trying to perform and kind of take this. Really, I'm trying to see how people react to the songs that I'm making right now. So that's really why I wanted to start performing again and just, you know, see what's hitting, see what's not hitting. You know, come up with a set that I can be like real, real, you know, comfortable with shit like that. Fuck yeah, man, that's for sure. Well, I, I hate to wrap up oh, so no, you soon, good, man. but uh, you good? I gotta, I gotta wrap it up right here, my guy. No but problem, man. It's been a pleasure having you on, man. No, nah, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. For it sure, was fun, man. Yo, hold up, we didn't ask the question we've been asking the past couple episodes. Which one was it? Best local wing spot. Oh shit, that's real true. Quick before we wrap up, <laughs> wait, 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 just to clarify, because I feel like we didn't clarify it on the last one. <laughs> Wings, when we say local wings, like just wing restaurants that are in Laredo, doesn't have yeah, to be yeah. like specifically locally owned. Like as so long as they're here, yeah. They count. Like you can say Wingstop, you can fucking say like one of those chains. But best restaurant or just best wing? Best wings. Best wings. My crib, nigga. That's it. For <laughs> <laughs> you fuck with wings like that? Yeah. I'm gonna have to, you're gonna have to make me something, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna cook. Some. Other, other than music, I cook. That's Real shit. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, we didn't hit the right answer. <laughs> well. Fuck it, we'll do another one. We'll talk about food. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, man. I'm down for all that shit. Appreciate Anyways, y'all having me, man. For, for sure, sure, man. Uh, so you're performing this Saturday at yeah, Electric Lounge. Catch, catch me at Electric Lounge this Saturday. Um, I'll be going on. I believe twelve thirty, one o'clock might differ, but I'll be there. So just pull up to Electric Lounge. They got an open bar. She's gonna be dope. And then the twenty sixth, twenty fifth. Yeah, twenty fifth. That, that's not official, but you'll hear something from Victor soon. You'll hear about an ESB. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, It'll keep your eyes peeled for ESB ESB welcome party, and I'll be promoting that shit. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Roderboy, SoundCloud dot com slash Roderboy. Look me up on iTunes, um, Apple Music, Spotify. You can find me at uh, Lay Raw. Um, yeah, go peep that shit. I appreciate y'all. I need to pay some bills, so check that shit out. Support my people. Support Franny. You got a set tomorrow, right? Yeah, I do. I got a set at the uh, La Florido Comedy House at the House of Whiskey, and I'm hosting the second half of the mic drop. Because, you know, at we culture. always, as a cultura, yeah. beer garden, because we always grinding. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> good, good thing you actually plugged it. I was going to say happy hour. Like a thought. <laughs> now, so uh, House of Whiskey, L- yeah, La Florido Whiskey, Comedy uh, House. Yeah. going to be dope. All right. Uh, I'll drop one of your tracks on the uh, on the audio version. I'm gonna put yeah, out this. So appreciate just whichever that. one you want me to put out there, or if you want me to choose, I'll do that too. But whatever. Yeah, you go ahead and choose, man. All right. Well, peace, everyone that's tuned in. Thank y'all so much. We'll catch you on the next one, players. Yeah. yeah.